Hey there, hey, and welcome to the pod of Born Star, Born Star, Born Star. Where you recognize, where you recognize you're a star. Because you are a star wherever you are. Dude, it's Thursday. And guess what? One more day to Friday. Yay! It's the week of love. So hopefully you already celebrated Valentine's Day on Valentine's Day. We both took the day off of work to spend the day together to enjoy each other's time and to love each other the way you're supposed to love each other. I hope you were able to do that with someone you love, whether it's your mom or your puppy or your fish or your bunny rabbit or, you know, your brother or your sister, whatever. Whoever you love, I hope you got to spend time with them and you got to enjoy Valentine's Day. It's Thursday. And it's another opportunity for us to relish on our star power and talk about all the things we can accomplish and do do you know that when you become fearless and you recognize the things you can do you can stop yourself from giving up on yourself which is important because when you conquer defeat which is sometimes feels like you can't do that there's nothing you can't actually do i'm just saying when you can have that conversation with yourself, like, I'm going to try, then you try and do it. There's nothing you can't do. So, why not? Let's get into our favorite part of the conversation on this Thursday. No media allowed, no media allowed, no media allowed. Say lie to us, say lie to us anyway. It's a Thursday and they're still lying to us. These people are trying to run for re-election, but they didn't even do the things that they said they were going to do the last time they got elected into office. Nancy Pelosi said she was going to retire in 2018. What's well, four years later and she's still re-running. We need to get her out of office. Whoever you have that you're thinking of helping, whether you want to be on the phone line or if you're in the area for the person running against her, we have to get her out of office. She is just a disgrace to America. Her and the rest of them. Constantly taking our tax money and lying to us. How can you allow people to be on unemployment, then try to go after the people that are on, a, on unemployment when they get employment? How can any governmental run thing try to go after the people that they're supposed to be helping? Isn't the government supposed to be helpful? Because that's not what it feels like. It feels like the government is out for themselves, which it is. I think the government should be treated like children. You should be seen and not heard. Fix the roads and do the things you're supposed to do. Outside of that, I don't want to hear about you. I don't care if Nancy Pelosi says that elected officials should have rights to uh, the the market. No, they shouldn't. They really shouldn't. You know why she says that? Her husband's a part of Wall Street. Hello? Hello? And I'm going to talk about that every day because she needs to get... She needs to get replaced. Next, it's not working. Like, this woman is acting like she understands black people by wearing, like, some African cloth. And I'm not saying that that's not representative of Africa. Because Africa does have a lot of prints and things. But the problem with the United States of America and what they did to black people in the history of time isn't going to be solved by you wearing that. It's going to be solved by us facing reality. 
the Democratic Party is one of the reasons we had slavery in this country. Look back on history. Where do you think it started from? Huh? Them. Next. No, seriously, look up what I'm saying. You'll see it. It's very evident. Black people were more Republican. They burnt down the Republican city that black Americans built because they were into the stock market and they were into a lot of things like that. They burnt it down. They lynched them and they killed them. I wonder why. I wonder why. But we're not talking about racism. We're talking about politics. And I'm talking about the fact that these morons are running for re-election. They're going to say anything they can to convince you to vote for them. And I just want to remind you about 2020 when all they were doing was talking about Trump and how horrible he was as a president. In Trump's defense. Okay. And I don't know if I want to be in defense of a politician. But I like Trump because Trump isn't a politician. Trump's a rich dude. That's a TV actor, right? And I didn't watch whatever the name of the show is. Honestly, I don't even remember. I don't even know when it came on. I think I saw a clip of it on YouTube or something. And for the most part, it looked okay. It's like it's network TV. You know, Trump's good for television. At the beginning of a pandemic, You can't just blame Trump for everything. Dr. Fauci and the CDC changing their minds about things every other day and someone that's trying to have us get through COVID is two different things. For Biden to come in and to be running on the fact that he's going to clear up COVID yet it's 2022 and there's still COVID. I kind of feel like, um, yeah, it's it's not happening, man. And now Democratic states are running with the we have to live with COVID thing because they're they're realizing that no one is going to vote for them. I just I don't want to blame Trump for everything. I, I like how Trump was a powerful president. Did he say a lot of ridiculous things? Yes, but he's comical and he doesn't give a shit. Trump is a rich, a very, very rich man. Trump doesn't really care about this shit. And that's what I liked about him. He didn't care. That's likely why he's going to win again in 2024. People don't like politicians because all they do is lie and they try to cover up their lies with more lies who wants to deal with that the lying the never-ending lying oh we didn't do this because of that if a bill is about inflation where's the i mean if a bill is about infrastructure why is it about inflation that's what i meant to say right because Build Back Better, giving a small minority of people tax credits that don't deserve tax credits, that don't pay taxes, isn't going to make my life better, isn't going to make anyone's life I know better, okay? Besides the bummy people that don't actually have jobs that are getting the tax credit. See what I just said? Like, 
we have to be better than this. Because if we're not better than this, we're going to end up here again. When we elect people in the office, we have to hold them accountable. Not just the president of the United States, but the rest of the morons that are trying to run for election when they say one thing and do another. That's why Hillary Clinton lost, okay? That's why she lost. The only reason that Biden won is because they didn't have anyone else to get rid of Trump. They wanted to get rid of Trump, okay? That's what it was. He wasn't going to win. It doesn't matter if you did vote for him. He still wasn't going to win. Like... Now, the same thing's going to happen to Biden. He's going to lose. The way he's dealt with inflation and the fact that we're dealing with a problem where we don't have enough stock, we don't have enough things stocked on shelves and stores. There's people boycotting their jobs. They're, they're, they're not receptive to whatever he's doing. And He's losing voters every day. The Democratic Party isn't going to get any legislation passed. They're taking too long to do anything. And they keep focusing on Manchin. And it's just, it's a joke. So, we don't care. Next part of our conversation, outside of media sucks and journalism isn't journalism anymore because there aren't any journalists anymore. What are these people going to college for that end up being like um, news anchors or journalists? What do they do? Lie? You can get a job for lying and they get paid a lot of money. How does this work? Questionable, right? Anyways, thank you for tuning in to this Thursday version of No Media Allowed, No Media Allowed, No Media Allowed. They lie to us, they lie to us anyway. They lie to us anyway, so we need to hold them accountable and get rid of them. Move on out. Someone else will take your spot. Next part of our conversation. Let us use the month of February as an opportunity to appreciate those who are black history. Those who changed it all without thought, let's recognize all they did. I'm so proud of each and every one of them. Thank you. Today we're going to be discussing someone whose name is Katherine Johnson. The stars were always in reach for Katherine Johnson using her mathematics skills. She helped NASA send astronauts to the moon and return them safely home. She also overcame racial and gender hurdles that helped make giant leaps for humankind. In 1952, when she was 34 years old, she learned about jobs for black women with mathematics and computing skills at the Langley Laboratory at the National Advisory Committee for Astronaut for Astronautics, which would later become NASA. She and the other women worked as human computers, figuring out the difficulties calculation, the difficult calculations needed for spaceflight. During her time there, she broke racial barriers like using the bathroom that was supposed to be for white women only. And she was an incredible part of space. And I think we definitely got to pay a lot of respect for her. Can you imagine that? Catherine was a part of NASA and is a part of history that will never be forgotten. So 
if you want to look up more information on her, I definitely say go look it up and, and truly get a better understanding of who she was and what she did because she's totally incredible. So thank you, Catherine. Thank you. Today, I want to start off by saying, talking about starting a family. Sometimes starting a family can be easy. You know, you want to get pregnant and you and your partner work at it and you can. And then you might have fertility issues and you might have to go to the doctor's office. And there's there's many doctor's office that help with fertile and artificial insemination or they they help with fertility issues. There's medicines you can take and there's a lot of things that go into that. Some women struggle with something called polycystic ovary syndrome. Or there's problems with the man and there's something wrong with his sperm and it doesn't go the way you want it to. For whatever reason, whatever happens in any situation that's happening, it's important to not let a negative situation ruin your relationship with another person. Like I said, some people have it easy. They want to start a family and they don't have any issues and others try and they have a lot of difficulties. Um, There's so many options. You can become a, you can adopt a child. You know, you have to go through the adoption process and there's so many ways that you can get involved in that. You can, you know, you can really look into that. Maybe start off with a pet first and then navigate your way to become a foster parent and and get your foot in the door that way with a child. It it doesn't just have to be you can't have kids because you can't like physically have kids like it's okay if you can't physically have kids. There's other ways to do it. Man, it's called science. And guess what year it is? 2022 about to be 2023. Not that far away. Like it's called science. Anything's possible now. Don't. Don't lose sight of the fact that you can have a family no matter how hard it might feel. You can still have it. So, you know, the adoption process, it seems scary. And there's definitely been enough movies that make you feel like, I don't know if I want to do this. But there's so many kids that don't have a home whose parents didn't want them. And there's so many ways you could definitely make a difference. If it's being a foster parent first, then adopting a child after. Or if it's directly going into becoming, adopting a child. Or maybe you can have a family member carry the baby for you since you can't do it. There's just so many things you could do um, to start a family. You know, I recommend starting with a pet first and then moving into a kid. I also think it's important when you're thinking about starting a family to be cognizant of how do you want to start your family? Do you want to already be in the house you want to live in with your kids? Do you still want to be in an apartment? How do you want your kids to grow up? You, you have to have that mindset. I really feel like that's very important and essential. So taking that all into consideration, I think it's an opportunity for you to really make sure your child has the life you want them to have. Having a property, having money invested into that, having living a, a, a life where you're very focused, uh, you're very economical and you can budget well and you know you're cooking more at home and your child's going to grow up, you know, in an environment where things are going to be more 
spacious and they they don't have to want for anything that's a great environment for a child to grow up in having a child grow up in an apartment building and not like have a lot of space or be in like a small space maybe not might not be the best way for a kid to grow up so every, you have to take everything into consideration but every situation is different really look at everything that goes into being a parent too are you really ready for that you know granted we're going to be looking to start our family soon and we're buying a house and we're doing everything. I mean, I can't wait. I also think you should maybe want to have children with somebody you want to be with, like you're going to be married to or you want to be in like a long-term relationship with. Because even if you do end up getting pregnant and you're not marrying the person, you're still going to be in a long-term relationship with them because they're still going to be the parent of your kid. Like a lot goes into being a parent. And you need to be fully aware of that. But starting a family is a great thing. It can be a bunch of feelings if you have problems having kids. But it could also be a wonderful opportunity for you to talk to people you love to see if they can help out with the situation. Why not? Just saying. Is your local Macy's closing? I don't know. Macy's, the stores aren't doing that well. But I don't know. I feel like I don't think Macy's is going to close. Lord and Taylor's closed a year ago at the mall close to me, but I think they went like online. I don't think like it actually closed. I think they they like did like a store of store, but I don't see Macy's closing. Do you think Macy's is going to close in the town you live in or the state you live in? I mean, I guess we're going to have to wait and see because they said they were going to close the both of them, a lot of them because they're going to focus more on their e-commerce um, layer of clothing. So. We will see what happens. Did New York lose its glow? Did it? I think people have been leaving New York for a long time. Now, personally, I like New York, but I like being able to, like, get on a train, go there for a little bit of time, and leave. I don't know if I could live there. The streets are really dense. Parking is annoying. And really, you can't do a lot of things. I I think that I don't I don't even know if you can do it over. Like, it's a lot of money to live in New York. Like, you're paying for where you are. I'm not saying New York is a bad place, but COVID in New York, they can't get people in New York. It's not what it used to be. And I'm not saying what it used to be was anything grandiose, but New York has always been a big place. It's the city that never sleeps, and it's known for being that. But if you're paying all this money for a small amount of space and and you're limited, and then you got to worry about parking, and then we're talking about getting around everywhere, and you have to, like, get an Uber or whatever to get around because you can't have a car, what's the point? Like... Granted, that's why I like living like New England outside of New York, because you can still have a car and still have like the vibes of like the city feel, even if you're not like in like a tight city, like in that aspect of it is nice. But did New York lose its glow? In some ways, I think it did. And in some ways, I think it'll always be New York. New York is the place where our ancestors got off boats and started their life in America. So it will always be the starting point for a lot of people.
and that will never change. Thank you, New York, but you got to get better. Did Meta get what it deserves? I think Meta got what it deserves. I mean, dude, they said they were going to do one thing and they didn't do it. They did another. And is Mark Zuckerberg, you know, quitting? No, he's not quitting. He's never going to do that. Never. Never in the world would I have thought he would have done that. I mean, the the CEO of Peloton stepped down. So do we think Mark Zuckerberg is going to step down with those horrible numbers? No. He needs to, but he's not going to. I mean, they're trying to pretend like they didn't do anything and they're the victim of something. They've utilized social media to get all your ad space. And that's what they've been doing for a long time. And then people became cognizant of it and just decided to get rid of it. Honestly, the best decision I ever made was deactivating my Facebook. I don't even really use Instagram anymore. Like, it's not... It's not a thing, man. Like, I want to live my life, and I don't want to, like, I don't want to be in a situation where I have to tell somebody I'm living my life. It's not, like, enjoyable. I don't know. It's just, it got old. Like, and when I talk to, like, friends or whatever, none of them use Facebook. No one I know my age, and I'm talking about a a younger generation of people, use Facebook. It's predominantly for older people that are just talking to each other. And, like, anybody that's young is like, no. Everybody else is on, like, TikTok and Snapchat and not even really Instagram, but, like, more so, like, TikTok. No one is on Facebook anymore. It. I don't know if you remember MySpace. If you look into MySpace, I think there was some dude named Tom or whatever. He started it, and then he just sold the company off. I don't know if Mark Zuckerberg could have done what Tom did from some company made like 20-something years before it or whatever. I don't even know when it was made. Honestly, I don't know anything about MySpace. But Facebook... What was the intentions of Facebook? Because it turned into this dark cloud of doom where all anybody ever does on there is talk about things and you're waiting for someone to like something you're doing. No. That's, that's, you can't live like that. So I think people started to recognize what Facebook was and they got rid of it and they don't use it anymore. So they can't, they're not making all the money they thought they were going to make off of it. And what is Meta going to do? Are they going to magically fix it? I guess we're going to have to wait and see. But I don't feel bad for Meta. I think they're getting everything they deserve, and I think it should get worse. Social media can't be in control of everything. That's not living. It's like you're a robot. And that's not living. Like, in reality, we have to talk to each other in person, not just on a computer. I'm not saying Snapchat isn't cool. I like Snapchat. I'm not saying TikTok isn't cool. I'm not saying any of these applications aren't fun to utilize and navigate and talk to each other. But I'm also saying sitting there all day looking at Facebook, like, who does that? No one. They're trying to appease to younger kids and nobody that's like 
under the age of 40 is on Facebook. They're not. They're not. And the people that are under the age of 40 that are on Facebook, there's a reason they're on there. Like, outside of going on Facebook for, like, to make sure people are, like, looking at a podcast or whatever. And I, I, I don't even go on there for that. I, like, deactivated it completely, so I can't even go on there at all. Outside of that, what do I need to be on there for? Nothing. Next part of our conversation, zombie shows. I told you about that zombie show we watched on Netflix. It was okay. I had 12 episodes. You're all going to die. Um, 12 is kind of a lot. I mean, maybe they could have just did, like, 9 or, like, 8 and called it that. But... It took place in, like, one one area, like, the entire show. But I like the characters. I like that it was from South Korea. I really like shows that step out of just the United States of America. I like when they're done in a different, like, country. So I liked it. Um, hopefully they have a season two of it. Can't wait to see it. That was pretty good. Um, I'm hoping, like, zombie shows get better. Granted, there was Walking Dead, but that went off a while ago. I, I just hope that, like, the zombie shows get better. There's, um midnight summer or midsummer or something one another netflix show that's about zombies too i feel like when you're doing a zombie show it has to originate from something that sounds legit and if it doesn't then it's not going to work out the right way and you can't have a show go on for too long because then it loses the good of the show and it turns into something smelly so they got to be really careful with zombie shows it can't just be the same thing over and over and over again the amazing HBO Max, which is awesome, needs to come back with some shows I like. Like um, the robot show that I'm still waiting for, for it to come back on. I have not seen anything telling me that when that's coming back on. It said it was coming back on in 2022, but when is it coming back on in 2022? That's the magical answer. Well, question, I guess. Question. That's the magical question. When's that coming back? Cause I'm waiting. Uh, Mayor of East Town, is that just not coming back? I guess not. The way that ended, I guess that was the end of the story. Um, maybe they could do another Mayor of another town. I I did kind of like that show. Um, Westworld. That's the name of the show I was talking about. There's a lot of things on HBO that I want to come back. I guess we're just gonna have to be patient and wait and see. But I I do think HBO can do a lot of amazing things and it's it's different because uh, they can put more into it and mostly everything that's been on hbo has been very great except for the ending of game of thrones i'm going to talk about that for the rest of my life and granted i wanted to watch um what is it uh i wanted to start the sopranos from the beginning again just so I could understand the ending of it better. Because, dude, the ending of it pissed me off. And I was considering watching um, True Blood again. Now, I've watched it, like, two times, right? And, like, I get to the end of it, and I'm just like, why? Why did that just happen like that? So maybe I should watch it again so I have a better understanding of it. Like, I like good shows, and there aren't a lot of them. Um, so when I find them on these platforms, I really talk about them. And HBO Max has a lot to talk about which leads me into the next part of my conversation the reason why i'm talking about hbo max like this because they 
are the place I go to to see one of my favorite shows, Peacemaker, starring John Cena with some other characters from the latest um, Suicide Squad movie. It's absolutely hilarious. Every week it gets better, and I can't wait to watch more. It's what you're looking for, an action-packed thrill ride show. Like, the only thing is I wish Harley Quinn was in it, but I understand why she isn't. But it's very entertaining. Um, I want more. Every week it comes on, and it leaves me like, I want to see another episode. Like, it's really good. Like, and that's what I mean about HBO Max. Everyone else should be concerned. I'm just going to say that. Because this is the best show, this is the best show out right now. Peacemaker. Granted, there's After Party, and there's Suspicion, and there's Succession, and there's a bunch of other ones too, but this one, uh uh-uh. This one's awesome, dude. It really is. Next part of our conversation, Veekstar, are the easy... Are there easy pizza dough recipes? I mean, granted, all you need to really make pizza dough is like, what? Flour, eggs. You need to roll it out. You need to have like a sheet. Um, you have to like let it rest and, and you, you know, that's why I would say maybe get a, a bread machine so you can have it do the magic so you don't have to do that. Um, we have a piece of stone. My dad used to make this pizza and I can't remember the name of it. Um, I do think that there's a lot of options for making, um, pizza doughs. You can find them on Pinterest. You could YouTube it. You could like watch somebody do it in a video. You could definitely watch that on TikTok. There's so many ways you could watch cooking in a fun way and it doesn't just have to be like in words. So if you're looking for a way to find a, a good pizza dough, I don't go on YouTube. Go on TikTok. You know, utilize what you have available. Maybe go on Pinterest. Pinterest has a lot of great recipes. But if you want to see somebody actually do it or hear it, I'd say YouTube and TikTok for sure. Um, next part of the conversation. How to shop smart and economical. Look for the sales. Buy things you're actually going to eat and utilize. Maybe shop for two weeks instead of one week. That's always smart. Making a weekly menu so you know what you're going to be eating every day. Like, that's that's how you stay on budget and that's how you stay on task. Planning things out in advance so you're not just spending a ridiculous amount of money on some stuff you're not going to actually eat. You know, you got to be very careful. Who wants to make homemade donuts? I do. I kind of want to get a donut maker just so I could pour it in there so it could come out the correct way. And I found one on Macy's and I'm going to end up buying that. We'll see what happens. We will see what happens. I think we're going to like it. I really, really, really do. Anyways, that is the end of the podcast on this Thursday. Thank you for tuning in as always to Born Star, Born Star, Born Star. We recognize, we recognize your star. You are a star wherever you are. Bye.